0: Jason, Ken, and the third member. I'm Tim Barbel-Ace. It's Inside Access. Oh, he's terrible. He's a hack. 1057, The Fan.
3: Ravens are done practicing today. So, what, second to last day of full practice of open to the media? penultimate. Then we go to regular season rules where you get to see about a half hour of special teams. Rashad Bateman and J.K. Dobbins meeting with the media. We'll hear some of that in the 5 o'clock hour. But let's go out and and hear from someone we haven't spoken to. The Ravens played Monday night. Melissa Kim was there as the Ravens battled the commanders. The win streak went down in flames. And Melissa Kim joins us now. She does every Wednesday. And Melissa, good afternoon. Thanks as always for joining us. So you were at FedEx Field on Monday night. What were your main takeaways from that football game?
1: Well, my, hi guys, by the way, my main takeaway was uh, first of all, really, really important. I think that everybody came out unscathed, right? There were no serious injuries, as Coach Harbaugh said. That obviously really important. The commanders couldn't say the same thing with Terry McLaurin. So I think that that was kind of um, a big takeaway for me. Also, a big takeaway, I want to say that I was impressed with, uh, you know, Malik Ham. He's someone that I've kept an eye on. He was quietly having a good game, didn't necessarily show up in the statistics. But you could tell that he was definitely putting pressure on Sam Howell in the first half. Um, so I definitely noticed that. I think, I think for the rest of the preseason, we wrap up Zay Flowers and Bubble Wrap. I think his talent and everything that he's advertised for was certainly on display, even if it was just for two catches um, on Monday night. And um, I still, I still want to see some more from. The corner, the outside corner situation. You know, I I still have some questions there um, in terms of depth and where this is all going to go. But those are are my main takeaways. And as for the streak ending, Mm -hmm. you know, I know what Jason said, you know, before the game and stuff like that. By the way, I want him to buy me a lottery ticket um, with all these predictions. Um, Don't gas him up. (laughs) Fine. Okay. I take it back. However, um, I do think that, you know, it's important the perspective of the preseason win streak, right? Because it's all about, you know, football life, whatever is about perspective. And I think that what Coach Harbaugh said initially after the loss was, was important, you know, in terms of perspective, people can say preseason games don't matter, whatever doesn't matter. But for a lot of these guys, this might be the only time in their lifetime that they can say that they've put on an NFL uniform and played for the Ravens per se. Right. So it does hold some importance to some people. Again, it's not perspective, whether you're a player or a fan or a coach or whatever. um, I think that that perspective was very, very important.
0: Melissa J.K. Dobbins uh, had a press conference for the first time since that Bengals loss Wild Card weekend. He said that he didn't practice early in camp out of precaution. He said all the right things about his relationship mm-hmm. with Eric DaCosta, but it mm-hmm. says he wants to be a Raven he for wants life. To be a Raven for life. But <laughs> as far as the play on the field, we know that he wants to be that workhorse back. How do you see him fitting into this Todd Munkin offense?
1: I think we saw glimpses of that in the last uh, last year, right? In the times that we got to see him on the field, that he is, I, I you know, what we see with the Munkin offense, I think we will see certainly J.K. being utilized to the fullest of his abilities. I think what J.K. does so well, and we saw, like I said, glimpses of that last season, was he can create those, you know, he he's patient, right? Like you know, some of the best running backs that I've watched in my career, they're patient. They wait for those holes, those plays to develop, and then they take off. You know what I mean? And they they do it well obviously i think that's what jk does so well the poise and patience that he has waiting for those places up waiting for those gaps to open up and then takes off i think and shows off his speed i think that's what jk does so well he reminds me a little bit of jonathan taylor um in that aspect too because that's what i saw him do a lot in college now jk obviously we saw that him do that at ohio state he has not yet had you know, an entire season to prove himself here. Yet, I hope that he gets to do that this year. But that is how I hope and will hopefully we will see that is how he's being utilized in this Todd Munkin offense.
3: Talking to Melissa Kim, it's Inside Access here on The Fan. Melissa, let's go to another running back. And I asked T-Bone this question earlier. Did we played a cut from Gus Edwards a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about how he loves the Munkin offense. But does the Munkin offense love Gus Edwards? Because it seems like – Justice Hill is is much more active in this offense than Gus Edwards is.
1: Part of that pertains I think to a little bit of the preseason situation, right? In terms of let's get these guys that are a little bit maybe down the depth chart a little bit more reps, see what they can do. But yeah, Justice Hill has certainly become RB1 if you want to call that um during this preseason and we've definitely seen how good he is, how he cuts the outside, how fast he is um and so I think that Gus is certainly going to be more of your third down guy, the guy that can truck through and get those, you know, those really important last few inches or last couple of yards that you need on those third and short plays. But um, yeah, I think that because we've seen a lot of Justice Hill doesn't mean that Gus Edwards isn't a thing for this, uh, for this backfield.
0: Well, Melissa, just one last preseason game, and we expect to not see a lot of these guys, but still jobs to be won at the back end of the roster. Tylen Wallace, does he have the six receiver spot locked up? You've mentioned Malik Ham trying to get a job. Keaton Mitchell, another undrafted rookie free agent. Are there any guys that you're going to zone in on Saturday night?
1: I think that Tylen Wallace has certainly, if you know, so far on what he's done, Tylen Wallace has certainly locked up that number six wide receiver spot. That is for sure. If he continues to play that way, I think in Tampa, um, I would call him a lock. Malik Ham, I really, you know, I, I'm really rooting for this guy. I think obviously you have to love his story because he's a local kid who used to come to Reno Ravens camps, like or uh, training camp, like growing up. Um, I really liked him a lot in terms of his effort and just everything that he has, like I said, quietly done. I actually talked to him one-on-one after the game uh, in D.C., and he said for himself, he's like, I haven't had a game where he, I've dominated yet. He's like, I hope I get to do that at Tampa. But, I mean, he had a sack against the Eagles, he had a forced fumble um, against the Commanders. But for him, so he's made plays. You know, he's been disruptive. He's caused chaos. He's made the quarterback uncomfortable. But for him, he hasn't done enough just yet. So I like that attitude, and he's someone that I'm certainly going to be keeping my eyes on. That I suggest that everyone keeps an eye on against Tampa, um, and yeah, a couple Keaton Mitchell, you know, as yeah. well. We saw his his speed as well against the Commanders, and I really like Vokalek. You know, the guy, the undrafted um, rookie free agent out of Nebraska. But like, I mean, do they keep four tight ends? I mean, he's certainly, I think, in his performance, especially. Against the commanders, he certainly earned himself on somebody's roster. I hope that it's the Ravens, obviously, um, in a greedy kind of way. But do they keep four tight ends? Who knows? Um, so he's certainly someone that I would continue to keep my eye on as well.
3: Melissa Kim, always great. Thank you so much for your time. We will talk again
0: soon. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.
3: Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex.
0: Oh, <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here?
1: Your cold snap is over, old man winter.
2: Spring has arrived.